Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level and when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that the guys on the show were fighting for it. Eddie posted a big case of it that he took home. Right brand is the number one thick cut, hand trimmed, real wood smoked bacon. You just have to try it to believe. So bacon lovers, do yourself a big favor. Go out and get yourself some right brand bacon today. It's time you experience bacon the right way. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby. studio morning we are here we are ready well, mo- well let's, let's do a roll call and see who's here oh, okay okay amy here thank you for being here today mm, no problem to eddie here cool glad you're here buddy good to yeah, see man. you man good to be here morgan here good over there killing it lunchbox lunchbox mm. not here huh <laughs> still not here ray here okay so mike d here everybody's here <laughs> Lunchbox's seat is empty again today. He was out all last week. He's he's on the phone, though, now. Lunchbox, I thought you were feeling better, like, even Friday. Oh, I was, man. I got to tell you, I woke up this morning, and I, I coughed one time, and I was like, oop. That means I'm sick. Got to stay home. So uh, I won't be making it today, guys. I apologize. Are you sure it wasn't, like, spit in your throat or something? Because uh, you've been gone for nine days, ten days. I mean, it could have been spit in my throat, but I just didn't want to take the chance. Okay. That I was sick, so I I was proceeded with um, extreme caution. Okay, I can appreciate that. Yeah, you're right. Sick. You're right. Do are there seagulls in the background? No. Oh, if he was at the beach. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh! Y'all. Waves. <laughs> oh, my. you know what? If he's sick, he should stay home. I'm just gonna leave it at that. If he's sick, he that's just... right. I, I I don't want to infect the room. So I mean, I had one cough. I woke up and I was brushing my teeth, and it was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh. Never mind. But you had intention of coming in today. Yeah. Oh, I had intention. I had my shoes on. I had my socks on. Had underwear. Okay, we don't need to do every piece. Okay. (laughs) Lunchbox is not here today. What? Okay. I don't know how long he's going to milk this. Uh, Well, why don't we do the get to know you question? Okay. He he can be on the phone for this, too. Because he sounds great. I've never heard him sound better, actually. Sounds awesome. Best I've ever heard him. Uh, So what, what do you dislike that everybody else seems to like, generally? That's the question. What do you dislike that everybody else seems to like? And I'll go first. It's peanut butter. I really hate peanut butter. Can't do it. Out. So, and everybody's like, oh, you're crazy. Because I like peanuts. I don't like butter. I don't like peanut butter. 
I like almond butter. I don't like peanut butter. That's not the texture. I just hate peanut butter. Amy. Game of Thrones. Pickles. Yeah. Pickles would probably be it. Pickles. Yeah, pickles. Okay. Game yeah. of Thrones is popular, but no show really dominates. Oh, okay. All well, then, um, yeah, pickles. Because, I mean, that comes standard. Like on a Chick fil A sandwich, you have to say no pickles. Mm-hmm. And you hate like pickles just all the time? All the time, yeah. Ever since I got sick off of one in sixth grade in the pep squad driving home. Those are the days, man. Like, Eddie? <laughs> I mean, so you said no shows, but I mean, everyone loves The Office. I would say that's been around long enough, and it is it's a big enough pop culture phenomenon. And I like little clips of The Office. Like, they show up on TikTok. Like, that's funny. But when I watch the show, I'm like, this is not good. It's so good. I know. And it's not a popular opinion, but I just don't like The Office. I actually hate The Office. Okay, stop. <laughs> but you said you laugh if a clip comes up on TikTok. Just the clips. I think he has a short attention span. That's what it is. Like right. that chili, Kevin, when he drops yeah. the chili. That's funny. Okay. But then when I watch the show, I'm like, this isn't funny. Lunchbox, what do you dislike that everybody likes? Ooh, I'd say ugly people. What? what? Wait, how's that even an answer? Well, because he's sick. Everybody's like nice to ugly people. Oh, you know what I mean? And you always have the group of girls that has the ugly girl in the group because they want to feel better about themselves. <laughs> I just don't want to okay. associate with ugly people. Let's flip this around. What do you like that everybody seems to dislike? Ooh. I'm going to go artichoke. Artichokes. Artichoke hearts, whatever they're called. Oh, yeah. I don't know anyone that likes that. I like art, And I like okra it doesn't be fried I can do raw I can do okra just ah. straight up pickled okra love okra Amy okay what do you like that it feels like most people dislike well I feel like people like most people like broccoli right yeah okay shoot I'm trying to think maybe of something it, maybe that it's I... nothing <laughs> lunchbox hot people <laughs> what do I like I would say fingernails and toenails Eating them because I like to snack on them. Oh, oh that's that's disgusting. disgusting. Okay, Eddie, I'm gonna say like chili powder on my fruit. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. I like that sometimes, but yeah, yeah I good. love that. I don't think enough people are educated to like it. They need to try. Is yeah. what they need to do. Okay. What do you have? Now I got you. Well, I love uh, sausage gravy on my cinnamon rolls, and some people get grossed out by that, but it's so good. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, lunchbox. Good talk to you, buddy. Yeah, um, so I will. I will try to be there tomorrow, guys. I really appreciate it. You know, I, I, I hope you. What do you appreciate? Sacrificing for you guys. We didn't do anything. Okay, thank you. Neither for ten days. All right, thank you, and hope you get better, buddy. All right, talk to you later. All right, there he is lunchbox. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby. My husband and I are close to the couple that lives across the street. Let's call them Mark and Lisa. We've known them for four years. We're very tight. Recently, our front door camera facing the street in their house has recorded several visits by a young woman. She's never visited when both of them are home. Just when Mark's home. Alone. Mark lets her in. She stays for an hour or two and leaves. My husband and I didn't think much about it until the last time when the woman was leaving but leaned back inside the door and to our surprise gave Mark a little kiss. Oh. My husband and I don't know what to do with this as we are like, hey, we're their friends. Do we ignore it? Though we're not sure we can act the same around Mark after this. Should we show the videos to Lisa or to Mark? We're at a loss and we have a dinner scheduled with them next week. Signed, neighbor of a potential cheater. Now, there are a couple things to play here. Number one, it ain't your business. But number two, you're going to dinner with them. It's hard to fake and be, there's just a lot of variables here. It's a dangerous playground to start playing in when you start telling on people if you're not super close to them. Because who knows? 
Is it what you think it is? Probably. You don't know, though. But it might not be. And maybe they're embarrassed to be like, Dude, it's just not your business. They have- what if it's Mark's sister? Uh, sister, cousins, relatives, best oh. friends, your business, because that's what that's what you signed up for. How close are these friends? If they are in the center of the circle, then you have to tell them. Like if they weren't your neighbor, would you hang out with them? Right. They're probably like level three friends is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go to dinner with them, though, because I wouldn't be able to lie. But how would, what's the excuse? Um, COVID. Every week? <laughs> make, make, yeah. Again? Yeah. Got every week. New, new, new strain. Mm. It, it, if you're not super close to them, it's not something I would get involved in. You can always do the burner account, email the video over. Oh, no, that sounds terrible. Then it doesn't implement, it, you're not involved in any That's way, but you still see the video and you can feel like I'm letting them know. That would be like, what do you say? Not your chili? Yeah, but they, they don't know it's my spoon in the chili. It's just a random spoon. Oh, okay. What if? I'm keeping my mouth shut. I'm, keeping, I'm not having a dinner with them. I'm keeping my mouth shut. What if, Bones, you act like you're concerned about this random person going to the house. You're like, hey, Cindy, or what's her name? Lisa. Fake Lisa. Like, there's a car coming to your house. Yeah, you do you do know this person? Like, I'm really worried that they're breaking into your house. And, and kissing your husband when they walk out. <laughs> and then that's for Lisa to be like, wait a minute, Mark's home. But if now I, you're if just I were gonna, stirring the pot. No, if I we're, we're trying gonna, to figure it out. You know, you're, you're stirring the pot. You're shaking the horns and that's, you know, right. And that's okay. <laughs> but you're going to have to suffer with it. What I would, if I were going to do anything, I would go to him and make him tell her more than going. You can't make him, but yeah. But that's what, that, I would go to him and say. Oh, like you're busted? Yeah. Or ask you. him the questions and let him handle it in that way. You're like, oh, I'm going to have to let her know. But I just want you to know that this is happening in case there's any reason you want to get ahead of it. You could do that. I'm just shutting up. It ain't my business. Mm-hmm. If it's your close friend, it's your business. If it's your Gosh, if it's in I your bull, if it's in your bullseye of friends, it's your business. If it's in the first circle outside of it, it's your business, and you should let them know. But anything outside of that, it ain't your business. Til- and nobody's getting hurt, hurt like physically hurt. You also don't know what's going on. Oh, Lisa's getting heartbroken for sure. Yeah. Tilt your camera. <laughs> Yeah, don't see it. Oh, man, that's tough. tough. I act like you didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. All right, the, that's that's my advice. I'm not saying it's the best for Earth. I think it's so many variables that would change yes. any given circumstance. I'm okay. saying now we just, we chill. Chill. Till the next episode. <laughs> if it gets worse, maybe. But I would wait and see if you see. Just keep watching. That's what I did. Keep watching. Keep watching that camera. No. Yeah, keep watching the camera. I would, I would for sure. Let's see if it switches out. Another one starts coming. Yeah. That could get unhealthy. You're like, that's not. Maybe he's a kissing teacher. <laughs> he's doing this lessons from the house. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you don't even know. Right. Okay. We, I'd stay out of the chili. Thank yeah. you. Close the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. On the phone, it's Bill in North Carolina. Bill, what's going on with you, buddy? Hey, what's going on, Bobby? Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Um, I had a great story I wanted to tell you all about a Uber, a crazy Uber uh, ride. My uh, real short, my wife was pregnant with our twins in twenty one, and we had to have emergency surgery. They had twin to twin transfer syndrome. You can Google it, and um, we had to leave Raleigh in a hurry to get to Cincinnati Children's Hospital. And we landed in a blizzard. Turned out to be the, the largest snowfall for Cincinnati in 30 years. Dang. And my Uber driver was a foreigner, and he was not comfortable driving in the snow, so we got stuck in the middle of Cincinnati <gasps> at midnight, a little after midnight. Oh, my God. So I talked him into letting me drive the Uber car. <laughs> That's and awesome. the backup plan was I had, I'm a firefighter, and I was friends with some firefighters in Cincinnati. They were actually coming to get us on the fire truck. 
That's crazy. Um, but I, I was able to talk him into letting me drive the Uber. Got us unstuck. And in the middle of the night, we got to the hotel at one thirty in the morning. For uh, And I left the Uber driver in his car. I hope he got home okay. But um, <laughs> we, we drove through Cincinnati, got to the hotel, made our appointment the next day. We had surgery. The, the twins were saved. And they're perfectly healthy now, two-year-old girls. That's crazy. There's just a lot of elements here. One, I was going to say how the babies, they're two. They're awesome now. Great. Uh, Two, did you have to, like, really work them to be like, man, I can do this. Let me have your car. Let me drive. Or was he pretty receptive initially? It was not receptive. It was a pretty new car. It was actually brand new. And um, my wife was like, just hush, just hush, we'll get out. It's okay. I was like, oh, we got to get to this hotel. Our appointment's at 7 o'clock the next morning. We only got like five or six hours left. Get some rest, that kind of stuff. And um, so I just, I, I grew up in the country driving in bad conditions, driving fire trucks, driving dump trucks. I just felt very confident that I could drive it. And so once I finally talked him into it, he was very uncomfortable with me driving it the whole ride. He was like, oh, you're going too fast. You're going too fast. And I was like, bro, I got to get in this hotel. You just you just ride. Did he and, ride uh, shotgun or back seat? He rode, he rode shotgun. My wife stayed in the back seat. Uh, he, he did. He rode shotgun. And did he tip you? What was the tip? Did he give you a good review? Five star? He, he did not. He just <laughs> said, good luck with the pregnancy. Hope everything goes well. So that was a good enough tip. Um, I, I really just hope he made it home okay because there was the time when we landed on the plane there was three inches of snow on the ground when we got to the hotel there was six inches oh wow and we ended up getting I think it was 13, 14 inches that night and you had to pay right He had, yeah, I mean you had, had to pay for the Uber even though you, dro- you drove oh, it oh yeah sure yeah I mean mostly it was just the car getting there the car. use of the yeah. car yeah. <laughs> did any part of you think of like just inviting the Uber driver in or naming the baby after the Uber driver Ooh. one right. of them no, I mean, I probably, it sounds great now, but honestly, we were full of anxiety. You know, we didn't know if the kids were going to make it. It was a very rare condition, and we were just like, I just want to get a nap, just a little bit of sleep before we have a whole, and we did have a whole day full of doctor's appointments, and we didn't have the surgery till 7 or 8 o'clock that night, so it was just a long, long day. I didn't have a rental car, so we had, I had to walk my pregnant wife to the hotel, I mean, to the doctor's office. Wow. Um, which was which was close to the hospital. The, the, my buddies in Cincinnati found me a hotel that was close to the um, to the hospital. But it, I did get a truck the next day because we ended up staying a whole week. But uh, it, it, I did not think about naming them after them. I guess uh, we could have, but uh, we already had the name picked out. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel yeah, like, yeah. Well, I appreciate that call. Thanks for the story. That's a great story. I, I you know, I, and happy. Second I, I, I could see like birthday. a little little movie after this. Oh yeah, you know, like a little. You got to intensify some things. Like the car's broken down, it breaks oh, down too, sure, and he's sure. got to fix tire. it. Then he drives it. The guy, the Uber driver, then probably passes out, and you have to take over. Mm-hmm. He wakes up, and he's trying to fight you to get the car back. <laughs> it's a lot to, but that's a, that's an awesome story. Thank you for the call, Bill. Hope you have a great day. Thank you. All right, Love see you. Thank you. See you, buddy. It's time for the good news with Bobby. Tell me something good. There's a teenager named Z was getting ready for his first school dance. He realized he did not know how to tie a tie. He was supposed to wear a tie. His mom didn't know how to tie a tie. He looked on YouTube. He's like, I cannot get this. So he's like, I don't know who to call. Where can I get? So he called the local police department, not 911. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not 911. Just call the number where you can talk calmly and answer. And so the police department 
sent over somebody named Officer Brendan Lineberger. And so he came over, showed him how to tie the tie, then tied his tie, and then sent him on his way. That's, That's awesome. awesome. What? That's Pretty so cool. cool that he came to do that, yeah. Huh. The, what would have been even cooler is if you would have put him in the car with the lights and run hot all the way to the dance. <laughs> Escort. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> That would have been cool. Uh, great job. Love that. Officer Brendan Lineberger. That's pretty cool. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. Lainey Wilson's walking in the studio now. Let's play some of her number ones. Here is Heart Like a Truck from Lainey. I got a heart like a truck. Here's Things a Man Ought to Know. Yeah, I know a few things a man ought to know. Here's Wait in the Truck with Hardy. Wait in the truck. Here's Never Say Never with Cole Swindell. And here is, I mean, probably her next number one, Watermelon Moonshine. Drink a watermelon moonshine. So let's get to her now. Here she is, Lainey Wilson. Woo! On the Bobby Bones Show now. Lainey Wilson. Lainey, how the heck are you? I'm good. You know, the <laughs> fancier you get... The bigger your hats get. <laughs> I know, and the bigger my head gets. No, well, <laughs> it's like she, she's holding the earphone up to her ear. I get it. When you have a cool hat, you don't want to take your... Well, you don't want to see what's underneath this hat. That's why I'm doing this. Mm. Looking like Mariah Carey over here. What do you mean? Like all messed your hair? You know how she's in the studio? She's like always got it like right up to her oh, ear. Oh, to her ear, yeah. yeah see, yeah. that's the problem. The feedback. Do the bottom ear to your ear. Can you do that? It's going to go into the microphone. Boom. There we go. I just engineered Look at it. You. Tell iHeart. I'm engineering here. <laughs> Engineer. That's right. Um, I don't know. When I saw that you were nominated for nine CMAs, it's, just, it's it's so cool, but it's also so weird because it's you work so hard for so long. Mm-hmm. You struggle for a long time. Yep. And then it feels like opportunity meets hard work and circumstance. And it's like, boom, there goes Lanny oh, shot out of a cannon. No, it, it does feel like the stars like have aligned. And it do, it seems like they just keep aligning over and over and over again. It's uh it's hard for me to wrap my head around to be honest with you. Are you ever like seriously? Like this is Yes, but I will tell you too, I do feel like like I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I mean, it, it seems like it was last year that I was over at your house and we were doing the podcast. No, it seriously. I mean, even, even before that it was you were over at the house teaching me how to do a dance when you didn't have a song out. What year was that? Was that 19? It's 1936. <laughs> but it's like I, you've worked so hard and you've always been this talented and you've always been as lovely. But again, it's like the s- circumstance and the songs That's right. and like it is lined up. And when you, so you got nine nominations for the CMAs, which is yep. crazy and awesome. But to me, what I was w- delightfully surprised by was the Entertainer of the Year nomination. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm still trying to wrap my head around that one. Um, it's crazy. It's, the truth is we have played, golly, by the time this year is over, I think we'll have played about 160-something shows. Mm. Um, so I've definitely not played, like, I haven't played a bunch of stadium shows, but when you count up the amount of people who have been at these shows, yeah. it's been a, a lot of folks that we have played for this year. We've played clubs. we played stadiums with Luke. We're out on the road with Hardy right now. We have done everything you can imagine this year. It's so cool. When I see, like, doing Wrangler like, cause you, are you, is Wrangler, is that a partner? Yeah. Like, that's when you know you oh, yeah. she's killing Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what makes me happy. Like, when you get- I love me some Wrangler. When you get paid for doing things you would already do anyway. That's right. Like, that's when you know, because you're not faking it. You're not doing anything you wouldn't have been doing anyway, but a company, no. a big company, doesn't matter who, just Wrangler at this point with you, mm-hmm. said, if we'd like to invest in you to help us. 
and you're already doing that. That's when I'm like, I'm so proud for you. Thank you. And it you does just, make a lot of sense just because, I mean, well, me and my sister, we were riding horses before we could walk. And I mean, my parents had us in a, a pair of Wranglers. Can I address something controversial? I'm not going to tell you what it is. I just need to say yes or no. Yep. Yep. Good, cool. Right. <laughs> and I know this is not true what people say, but some people say you fake your accent. I know that's not true. Do you ever see that? Yes. And that's why I don't look at the comments anymore. Because when they start talking about my accent... I start feeling like they talk about my family and then I'm ready to fight. Okay, well, <laughs> I've never seen them talk about your family, but I do occasionally, sometimes, like if we have a clip and they're like, is her accent real? Yeah. I just want to, her accent has always been exactly as it is. This would be too much to keep up with. Bob. Right. The, consist- <laughs> yes. the consistency. I mean, my gosh, it. y'all. It's and, and, why I don't, or I try not to lie because it's not that I'm too good for it. I just can't remember all the time. If I, I'd have to remember no. all these lies. Can you imagine mm-hmm. you having to stay with a fake accent? What you see is what you get. I guess the truth is when I'm around 30 years from now and I'm still talking this way, people will finally shut up. Does it get thicker when you, because when I get sleepier or tired or I'm home for a while in Arkansas, oh my gosh. it definitely gets thicker. Yes. And the truth is I probably have kept my accent because I talk to my family a whole lot. I FaceTime them every day. Um, I'm really close with them. And, and the truth is like, all 200 of my people in my town in Baskin talk this way. You could go 15, 20 minutes up the road and people sound different, but there's all kind of different accents in Louisiana. I mean, you got Cajun, you got a little bit of everything. A lot of people think she's from Germany, and that's just not true. Oh, she no, is no. from Louisiana. Right. <laughs> it's cr- Somebody was like, you're from Australia? I was like, what? <laughs> Y'all. Hey, <laughs> no, so I'm redneck. Let's talk about Watermelon Moonshine for a second, because you wrote this with uh, a couple guys I know, Jordan Schmidt and yep. Josh Kerr. So, uh, you write this song, you're, you three are in a room. I don't know. I'm always, before we play it, I'm just curious about who comes in, what, how does the idea come about? How long does it take to write the song? Yep. Well, Josh had the idea. He was drinking. Yeah, he, sure. he was drinking. He was drinking. Uh, no, actually, he was zoomed in. Me and Jordan were- From in, prison. Yeah, he was, he he was in pulled. prison. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, <laughs> drinking some of that watermelon moonshine, somebody snuck in for Right, him. right, right. Um, he had this idea and immediately- me and Jordan were like on board just because we had all kind of had a similar story, a similar situation about somebody that we were crazy about back in the day. And um, when you felt like nothing else mattered, like you just, you were sure that you were going to end up with this person. And you had that bottle of something buried in the back seat and you drank the whole thing and hoped your mom and daddy didn't smell it on you when you walked back through the house. It was just was a story that resonated with us. So of course, we started, you know, we started talking about Strawberry Wine and how that song was an important song growing up. That was kind of like our our anthem mm-hmm. when we thought about that nostalgic kind of love. And we wanted to do something kind of similar, um, you know, without, there's never going to be another Strawberry Wine, I'm going to just tell you that. But have a song for people like that where they can just listen to it and go back. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe you're out and about, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. 
This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Lainey Wilson. You eat crawfish? Do I eat crawfish? Yeah. Heck yeah, do you? Yeah. You probably a little more than me <laughs> just being from Louisiana. In Arkansas, we eat a lot of crawfish, but it's not our main thing. Like, you guys make it and eat it. Oh, it's like... I feel like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, you put it in a biscuit. Do you suck the heads? I don't do that. Now, I've got a lot of family members that do that. Me too. That's just That just sounds weird, weird, and it's just a little too far for me. It. Yeah, and it. it's supposed to be like super tape. It's just weird. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Just suck the head. No, I'm not. I'm not. Did you guys have crawfish, like, broils or boils? Oh, yeah. I had a crawfish bowl. I actually had a crawfish bowl for my my senior graduation party, and I had a 
a bunch of crawfish. I had a DJ. I had a cookie cake. Invited my whole graduating class and nobody showed up. <laughs> Wait, oh. how many were in your graduating class? Not many. I mean, 24, but still. Oh, That's wow. 23 no's. Oh, yeah. Dang, cookie cake. I, I, All I heard was cookie cake. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, wow, wow, it feels sad for you. But still, yeah. cookie cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How underappreciated is the cookie cake from the Great American Cookie Company? Is the Great American Cookie. Oh, period. Yeah. It's the, you go to the mall. I don't want a cookie cake from anywhere else. Like, I want to, I just want a slice at the mall. A but, double doozy. And you want to go, oh, you got the cookie cookies? Oh, the like with, with the, the icing mush, in the, the middle. In the middle, yeah. See, I needed the cookie cake. And I, I'd get them with a lot of icing and then scoop off like three-fourths of it, but make it perfectly across the <laughs> yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Oh, man, the cookie cake was awesome. Um, <laughs> when do you stop? When do you take a break? Well, um, November is a little bit slower because I'm going to be in the studio. Working on new stuff? Yeah. So the truth is, like, it's starting to kind of settle down a little bit towards the end of the year. Um January and February is when I'll and I'll really be kind of taking a pause, working on new music, but not traveling a whole lot. What's the coolest thing that you've got to show your family? Oh my gosh, uh, my new house and my land, because that's something that my family takes a lot of pride in. You know, Daddy's a farmer, and um, just kind of showing them like, "Hey, look, look, look what I did," mm. and it's it's just a proud moment for them um, to just you know, for all of us to kind of be able to celebrate together. And the truth is they don't really know a whole lot about the industry and they're kind of, which, I mean, we're kind of all learning as we go, but, um, they don't know what a whole lot of things mean when I say, Hey, we just won this or this, they don't really, they don't really get it completely, but But they like to see it with their own eyes kind of thing. Do you feel like you're happy now? I am very happy. Um, I, I will, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that this past year has not been hard and a whirlwind, um, especially dealing with my daddy's health in the middle of all this, which I've heard from a lot of other artists too, that it's like, it seems like when you're, when you're killing it, when you're like on top of the world, that other things are kind of happening along with it. Um, and maybe that's the Lord's way of making sure I keep one foot on the ground. <laughs> I don't know, but um, it's been hard. It's been busy, but these are the moments that I've dreamed about and prayed for. And you dang right. If, if an opportunity comes my way, I'm taking it. Well, you're killing it. It's, Thank you. It's, it's awesome to see. I tell you every single time, but every time you come in just a little more of a star and I, I don't want to look you in the eyes. It's getting to that point too, where I feel nervous. Oh. Looking in your eyes. Cause I don't need Lanny's people coming up to me. We said, don't look, you look her in the chin when she's going to roll show. me in, in yeah. one of those boxes in here next time. Well, uh, <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. Friend. Song with all of it. Um, what, so new music wise like what when when are you doing something when's something new existing you know i don't know exactly when something will be coming out uh, but like i said in november i'll be working on new music the truth is i was working on new music before the record bell bottom country even came out um i already was writing for songs for then because i knew that my time was going to be slim and i knew that with a with a crazy touring schedule like it is right now that i mean you're just not going to have a whole lot of time to write that third record so um Next year. I saw you doing the Nashville's Big Bash. Yeah, it's going to be a big old bash. They didn't bring me back. They They didn't? They offered me less money. (laughs) (laughs) Who does that? Come on now. Exactly. You offered me more money. Yeah, y'all get with it. You offered me less money, and I said no. Hey, I've been there. 
<laughs> How do you handle She's that? going up, I'm going down. <laughs> Did you hear her? She went, I've been there. I've been in the tough yeah, times. Yeah, I've been there. Landy's not feeling sorry for me. Oh, how the times have changed. I can't cut you no slack. Um, Landy, congratulations. Thank you, friend. On all of it, and we will we'll see you soon. Thank okay. you. Congratulations. We'll see you at the CMAs at least. All right. All right there she is. Landy Wilson, everybody. Good job. Thanks, y'all. Here's Amy's pile of stories. All right. Have you ever like turned into your driveway or gotten on your street and then suddenly you're like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom? I mean, I've used my. I've just been with myself close to my house trying to rush home. Yeah. yeah. Well, they say that scientists call it the latchkey incontinence, which means it's this phenomenon that you're used to going to the bathroom when you get home. And when you do that enough, your body starts to be like, oh, I'm pulling into my driveway. Time to go pee. Mm. Uh, Pavlovian. Yeah, oh, totally. Almost. Like Pavlov's dog ring the bell. Starts yeah. to Simply put, it's wander. conditioning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm going to start paying attention to it. Every time I see Mike D walk in my backyard, I'm conditioned to go, oh my God, I forgot I'm doing an interview. <laughs> the other day, he was... I saw that. Yeah, we have, Eddie and I were working out and I, we have a studio there and I saw Mike D walk into the backyard and for like three seconds, I freaked out. I was like, oh my God. I, uh, and then it was turns out we're, it doesn't matter. But yes, yeah, so I have double take. I was like, oh. Okay. That's funny. Ahead. So Idris Elba, you know, he was in Hijack on Apple mm-hmm. TV Plus. Like that's what we... We recently watched. Also in the office back in the day. Yeah, he's done a lot of things. Apparently a lot, a lot because he's been in therapy for a year for being a workaholic. He said he wants to shift his mindset so that working is not the same as relaxing and relaxing can be seen as something that's actually productive for him. I feel that as in I have to, and I don't do a good job of it, but I have to sometimes work hard to be bored because mm. I feel like I... To get into my best creative place, I need to be at a bored spot where, where I'm not putting out other fires or figuring things out. So I have to work hard to not go and execute and do something to be bored. It's tough, especially if you've been in like a survival mode for a long time. Well, and he said too, being an actor and in that industry, he feels as though he's actually rewarded for his unhealthy work course, habits. Same, so same. Yeah. yeah, it's like, uh, you made to stop doing what I'm celebrated for? The one thing in my life I've ever been celebrated for? But I'm told by other people that live in my house mm-hmm. that I'm loved by real humans. Stanley. Yes. Yes. Uh. yes. All right, what else? <laughs> a poll found that the average person currently has 2,795 photos in their phone. Oh, Easy. that is, yeah. Way more than that. For sure. I would think so, too. And I even clean mine out sometimes. I'll go through. How do you know how many you have? Uh, good question. I have 6,255. Oh, okay. And then I have 1,405 videos. Where did you see that, Bob? Yeah. And it's oh, sinking oh, oh. five items right now. And I'm optimizing battery power. Wait, where do you find this? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, going on a lot of stuff over here, man. <laughs> but yeah, and I do. I clean my pictures out a lot. So. Uh, oh, and they say that uh, we're taking, on average, about six photos a day. Or that's how many times you pull out your camera and you're like, oh, I want to take a picture of that. Or, oh, I want to do a screenshot of that. I like it. Oh, I need to clean out my phone. Okay. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. The city of Springfield, Massachusetts just put up a wall of love to help residents that are experiencing homelessness uh, with food insecurity or other items they may need for hygiene and whatnot. And what I love about this story is I'm learning about it because Springfield did it, but this is a nationwide thing. There's walls of love all across the country. And it was founded by Holly Jackson, who was once homeless herself. And she said she wants a stigma-free way for people to just walk up and grab what they need, 
no questions asked. And I just thought it was cool that these are all over the country and they have volunteers. 100% of donations go to putting up these walls. And it's just really awesome. So it's, again, about people not feeling shame. Yeah. I think a lot of people have trouble asking for help. We all have a little trouble asking for help, different situation. But what I always try to tell people is if somebody asks you for help or advice or mentor, you would do it. Yet we still don't want to ask for help, even though we know we would do it. And probably everybody wants to do it, but we're ashamed or embarrassed to ask. But it's like, if you need help, just ask for it. If you need advice, if you have a goal, just ask somebody to help you get it. This is a different situation. And again, it's because people are ashamed to ask for help, myself included at times. So I love that, that she's doing this. Well, and this being, you know, uh, in Boston, there's winter clothing that's also available. It's at the like near Boston. Uh, Not exactly the same. So right. Don't say it's Sorry. the same. They'll, they'll, call, they'll beat us up. I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking, I should have said Massachusetts. Yes, but yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> a couple hours away. I know. Springfield Fire Department, They ha- that's where this wall of love is. And they have, yeah, the winter clothing and stuff. So something to keep in mind if you want to start it in your own city. That's awesome. Thank you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Her name's Erica. She's a mom, and she says she's a psychic medium. She says that her and her nine-year-old can talk to dead people. Now, do you think that she is faking it and has tricked her nine-year-old into thinking he can also talk to dead people? Correct. I don't know. Because if just the nine-year-old said that they could speak to dead people, I'd believe that. Well, he did. His name's Haley Joel Osment. (laughs) Success. Correct. see dead people. (laughs) Russo, 36, discovered her son's abilities when he was four years old. And saw him talking to someone who was not physically there. Nah. Isn't that called make-believe? <laughs> yeah, imaginary friend. Yeah. She dismissed the encounter and then logged on to Zoom for a client's psychic reading. During the meeting, she felt the presence of her client's deceased son, which is typical for relatives to appear at readings, she says. When I spoke to Kyle outside after the reading, he said he'd been speaking to a boy who was there to see his mom. My jaw just dropped. Wait, wait. I can't prove she's lying. Mm. And if she did have these powers... Then it would make sense that genetically her son would. Because <laughs> okay. it goes, it passes down. I don't know, dude. I get... <laughs> but it does seem a little fishy, huh? She wants to sell her son, put his zooms with her son now. Mm. That's what it feels like. You don't know if it's true. That's what it feels like. That she's just trying to market herself as, well, if you can't get me, you can get my nine-year-old. He can also <laughs> That's talk to right. people. He's available. Yeah. It's from the New York Post. Amy, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, my psychic cousin has this. And the first time she had an encounter, she was a kid. So, I know. Um, it was with her grandma. But now do you believe she's psychic? There's been so much that has... Yes or no? It's it. She even knows it's hard for me, but like I've just... Who am I to... I don't know. I, it's like... It's, <laughs> she said nothing. Amy's speaking in tongues right now. <laughs> it's because it's like, you know, I feel as though years ago I was adamantly against it and she would talk about it and I'd be like, what? No. And then now... You just have an open mind. So I have more open mind. Like, who am I to say? I don't know for sure. And she has had so many things that have, she's predicted correctly. She's had so many things where people that have passed away have shown up and she's been able to say things about them that nobody else would know. Yeah. So it's interesting for sure. I agree. It's interesting. <sighs> but the mom and the kid thing feels a little weird. That's right. A little clunky to me. All right, let's get over and do the morning corny. The morning corny. What do you get if you boil a funny bone? What do you get if you boil a funny bone? Laughing stock. 
I like that. Stop. That was the morning corny. You know that that's how you get chicken stock yeah, is yeah, you boil, yeah. the, I boil bones. the bones. No, I hear you. That's funny, Amy. Thank you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, name the food in the lyric. For example, here's Lainey Wilson, Watermelon Moonshine. Take a watermelon The answer is lime. Nailed it. Now, I have seven of these. Morgan, you can play two. All right. By the way, Lunchbox still is not in today. He's, hey, he's still sick. That's all. Yeah. That's, he's still sick. All right, here we go. This is Alabama Song of the South. Song, song of the South. And I shut my mouth. the wind. There you go. Song, song of the South. Beep. And I shut my mouth. What's the food? It's so hard not to think it's a curse word. <laughs> I, think about that. I can hear the beep, and I'm like, it's funny. Morgan. Sweet potato pie. Amy. Sweet potato pie. Eddie. Sweet potato pie. Nice job. Okay, next up. Billy, Cur- Billy Currington, Good Directions. I was sitting there selling turnips on a flatbed truck, crunching on a... Crunching on a blank when she pulled Crunching up. Crunching on a blank when she pulled up. I'm in. Dang. You, I, I, love I don't this know song. that I would know that. Really? Mm-mm. I don't know words of songs. I know. I, I usually have to hear it like a okay. times. melodies. Are we hearing? Okay, that's good. I, I got to guess. Do you want to hear it again? Yeah. Okay, one more time. I was sitting there selling turnips on a flatbed truck. Anything, Morgan? <laughs> I have something. What do you have? Apple. Crunching no. on an apple. Eddie? I have pork rind. Amy? Pork rind. I was sitting there selling turnips on a flatbed truck. Crunching on a pork rind when she pulled up. Nice job. Yeah. I've always visualized it for some reason. Nice job. Okay, here's Blake Shelton doing what she likes. She likes it when I bring home fresh Mix up a picture of margarita and catch a kind of okay. buzz that lasts One more time. She likes it when I bring home fresh. And mix up a picture of margarita. Morgan? Fajitas. This might be my favorite line in country music. Fajitas. Fajitas. Alright. She likes it when I bring home fresh fajitas. And mix up a picture okay. of margarita. Next one, this is Justin Moore, the ones that didn't make it back home. Little Jim, she was planning a welcome home barbecue. Grandma's recipe. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. in. Everybody good on that yeah, one already? Amy. Green bean casserole. Eddie. Green bean casserole. Morgan. Green bean casserole. Little Jim, she was planning a welcome home barbecue. Green bean casserole. I love it. Grandma's recipe. Hey, uh, Darius Rucker. All right. Don't need no five-star reservations. I got a cheap bottle of wine. I'm in. Dude. I know all these. You do? Yeah. Okay, don't need no five-star reservations. I got blank and a cheap bottle of wine. Morgan. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. It's spaghetti. Don't need no five-star reservations. I got spaghetti and a cheap bottle of wine. Good job. <laughs> got two more. Here's Kenny Chesney. I go back. 
So I go back to the pew, preach around a choir, singing about God and brimstone and fire and the smell of Sunday <laughs> after church. And I go back to the lost of the Yeah, and Oh, Morgan's struggling. You want to hear it again? Yeah, one more time. Okay. So I go back to the pew, preach around a choir, singing about God and brimstone and fire and the smell of Sunday after church. Morgan, if you miss it, you're out. Yeah. Go ahead. Chicken. That's correct. Yes. Eddie? Chicken, man. Correct. Amy? Chicken. Dang. Okay. Name that food. Last one. It sounds funny to hear it when they <laughs> when you know it's coming. Chicken. Is the last one Zach Brown? No. Okay. What do you think that was? Chicken fried. Chicken fried? Oh, no. Chicken again? No. Uh, here is That's What I Love About Sunday from Craig Morgan. Then we shake the preacher's hand. Morgan, if you get this and they don't, you're in for the, fi- the tiebreaker. No, I think I have. We play one more time, Ray. Then we shake the preacher's hand. Go home and do your blue jeans. Have some chicken and some. Okay. I think I have. This is based solely on rhyme. Dang, same, same, but it could be. Um, what do you have, baby? Well, it's something beans. <laughs> I wrote down green beans, but it could be... Go home Pinto in your beans. blue jeans, have some chicken Baked in your beans. green beans. You said green beans? Yeah. Eddie? I say collard greens. Oh, have dang. Go home in your blue jeans, have some chicken and some collard, collard greens. greens. Morgan? I have black beans. Uh, you uh, probably, Morgan, you're not right. Dang! I really thought it was black beans. Is it pinto beans? It's baked beans. Nobody want Morgan. You're out. Tiebreaker. Um, you yell your name. There's you got lot, it. There's a lot of food in this one, oh. so yell your name whenever you know. And the beep is what you're going for. Come on, come on. Um, here we go. Well, I was raised up beneath the shade of a Georgia pine, and that's home, you know. Sweet tea. Eddie. Eddie. What? Pecan pie. Why did you not yell? You know the song, Amy. You knew there were like three foods coming up. Sweet tea, pecan pie. I love that game. Amy yelled what? But she didn't yell anything. <laughs> good, good job, buddy. Thank you, thank you. I think you. you were perfect. I think you were perfect. I miss collard greens. Oh, that's right. They're yeah, great. or baked beans. <sighs> Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from Whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe you're out and about, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. 
And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads, and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. If you get angry while driving because somebody cuts you off or somebody gives you the finger, that happens to you sometimes? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Sometimes. Because <laughs> sometimes she accidentally cuts people off. Right, she doesn't know. She doesn't do it. Her intentions aren't bad. Correct. So here you go. This is what they say to do so you don't get to that angry place. Eddie has road rage like crazy. Amy gives road rage like crazy. I'm glad you guys are both here. (laughs) Mine's not like crazy, by the way. And Eddie's... Eddie's is a deeper issue. I hear you. You get to the root of it. You're always like, why are some people flipping me off? You don't even realize you're doing it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, inhale and exhale slowly three times. And after your inhale, hold for three seconds. Mm, Hold it. Yeah. Here we go. Mm, mm, Hold. mm. Hold. Release. Getting dizzy. Do that three times. If you're getting dizzy from that, buddy, we got other problems. (laughs) Okay. So they say do that three times. Or they say... You can like flex a muscle like your bicep 
as hard as you can and hold it for 10 seconds while you're driving. Mm, because yeah. what that is doing is basically the same thing. And it's also getting out that frustration, that vent. Imagine that's the vent you're opening by squeezing that. Oh, like and make then a you fist? release and like everything just flows. So it takes your attention away from anger as well. What about hitting the steering wheel? Mm-mm. Like the squeeze the fist and then pop. I'm sure that's an option. Okay. But anytime I hit anything, it hurts me. <laughs> you say ow afterwards? Yeah, I never like punch a wall. I never throw a remote through a TV. Mostly because I know what's going to happen afterward. I'm going to be hurt one way or the other. That's smart. And I don't want to be hurt. My hand or having to go buy a new television. And a lot of that, I think my anger issues, that's why I don't have them. Because I don't want to have to spend money on it. Yeah. Or I don't want to have to hurt for a while. So that's what you can do right there. Yeah, I do feel like you could Hold do a that. flexed muscle. Yeah. Take a deep breath. <sighs> And let it down. Hold, yeah, and hold. Yes. So the those can be used not during road rage too, like at work if you're in a meeting. Oh. <laughs> or why like, would you be in a meeting where you want to kill somebody? <laughs> what kind? What's of meeting? happening around here? No. What are they not, asking you to do? Tell me during I'm the saying, break. Or at home I'll if there's fire, something I'll going fire on. Them or you could just use breath work is really a powerful way to just reset yourself. And I was reading this article about breath work ish, but it's oxygen into your cells matters a lot too for health reasons, if you're not breathing enough. But remember, you're breathing in oxygen, your cells need oxygen. Yeah. And so that's a thing, I don't know. Okay. I, I read about that in water and sleep all the time. I mean, I got no sleep last night. Yeah, it's like the simple things that we've like ignored most of our life. It's like, oh, okay, so breathing well, sleeping <laughs> yeah. and drinking water. That's, that's what we need to and do. easiest things, I know. Right. Because we feel like it's so easy that we'll get to that. I mean, that's obviously right. the easiest thing. So we'll probably get sleep and drink more water while we're trying to, you know, avoid precision all in our food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or, or green 12. Yes. But that Red too. Dye. But yeah. yeah. I, I fell asleep yesterday watching football for like two hours. Which threw me off track for last night. So I couldn't get to sleep last night. And then when I finally did, one of the dogs, I, I, I had a dream a dog was peeing. So I heard... And I woke up and there was no dog peeing. Weird. And then I was just awake. So I had a rough weekend. I, I had a weekend that took me back to even because on Saturday night I did a comedy show and it was the last one that we taped for the comedy special. And it was great because Charles Kelly from Lady A came and was a guest and he talked about his sobriety and played a song. I know it's a comedy show, sobriety, but there are some things inside the show that tie in. And then Jake Owen, who's a close friend of mine, came to watch the show because he hadn't seen it because he's on the road or I'm on the road. So I don't get to see him. He doesn't get to see me. And so he came, he sat in the crowd and we were playing an easy trivia game on stage. And so I said, hey, you got some help here? And I had Jake come up on stage. He didn't know he was going to come up. And so he's up and, and by the way, he just came from the golf course. So he didn't know we were taping a special. He didn't know I was going to call him up. And so he comes up and he plays the game. He's pretty good at the game. And then I'm like, you know what? You never played at Caitlin and I's wedding because he blew his voice the night before doing a different show. And I was like, I think you should do it now. He didn't know I was going to have him do this. The crowd's like, yeah. So he gets up and he plays Water Towers Made For, Water Towers. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Water Baby's Towers. feet are made for Water <laughs> Towers. <laughs> so he plays that and it's great. So Jake gets up and plays what? Nothing. Just your words to that. Ah, it's made <laughs> for Water Towers. <laughs> and so that was great. Eddie shows up. Great show. Just fantastic. But Arkansas lost again, again, again. Hmm. And it, it evened everything out. I was back to zero. I'm back to square zero. I have to let, I have to stop letting these sporting events ruin entire sections of my life. 
I can't believe it. We're like two and four now. Yeah. It it makes me miserable. What have, have you tried breathing? <laughs> Hold on. Flexing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bicep. Three. And I know it shouldn't matter that much. I mean, it, I know it's important to you, but you also kind of knew they were like. You need to watch your language. <laughs> I care about you, but not that much. <laughs> okay, never mind. Uh, so, but yes, it really. And afterward, I, I walked off because we had these little video segments. I walked off to see we were up by seven in the fourth quarter, I think. And I'm like, mm. we got this, baby. And then I walked off and it was over and we lost. And I was just sad. So I'm back to even. Mm. And then last night, Eddie's Cowboys are playing. And I'm like, I'm going to do it for Eddie. So I bet a decent amount on the Cowboys. They got crushed. You shouldn't have done that. I'm doing it for you, though, man. Well, that was terrible. That's what messed my weekend up, too. You the know, Cowboys. same thing. Yeah, dude. It's brutal. Our sports show, 25 Whistles, will not be pretty this week. No. We're going to be upset. It'll be on tomorrow. We just cry the whole show. <laughs> there is a new AI-powered grill that can cook the, quote, perfect steak in three minutes. I bet. But it will cost you 3500 bucks. Oh. How much does one of those big grills cost? Like a big, I mean, really nice grill. They're $1, around that. $1,000? $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1,
Very controversial. I watch a lot of 90s wrestling on my TikTok. <laughs> I do. That's from Daily Mail. A 62-year-old grandfather was arrested after officiating a wedding in Nebraska. Now, what do you think he could have been doing? He was officiating a wedding when they arrested him right after. How would that have happened? I don't, don't want to know. It's nothing like that. Okay. Yeah. Was he not like officially Drunk? able to do to Drunk do the wedding? Is a good guess. Uh, not not ordained certified. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No. During the service, he thought it'd be fun to get everybody's attention by shooting a gun into the air. Okay. But it slipped in his hand, and as it slipped, it shot his grandson in the shoulder. <gasps> the boy's injuries were non-life threatening, but that's what happened. He was the groom. The gun. Uh, was the grandson the groom? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, okay. I think it slept and the grandson was just in the like the crowd. Dang. I did I maybe late How do you let to it this? slip. If I'm gonna shoot in the air, I really got a handle on that thing. Yeah. Well, okay. I might be late to this. Don't shoot in the air. What goes up has to come down. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I saw it on TikTok, so you can have things going up at a wedding. Did you see that wedding in Iraq where the flames, the bride and groom were dancing and they had sparks that wanted to go up? It was purposeful, like to create pretty flares. And it caught the curtains above and the ceiling on fire and lit the place up. And people got trapped and couldn't get out. And a hundred people died yeah, that was wow. at a wedding. I thought you were going to say it looked cool. No. It being cool, no, they died. It's tragic. Mm-hmm. I saw. I just saw how it happened Yeesh. on TikTok. And it was so crazy. How They were still dancing. They didn't even know it was on fire. Yeah, that fire's tough. It's like baby announcements. Whenever you're doing like the gender reveal, when people use fire, a lot of times it ends up bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, that the, the kid was 12, the grandson, so it wasn't the groom. Okay. okay. He's a 12 year old got shot in the shoulder because his grandpa's gun God. slipped. Terrible. Terrible. That's from CNN. Now this here, I'm gonna read you a story, and this should not happen. I don't like it. Crafty thinking though. New York DoorDash drivers charged after allegedly using food delivery, which he was doing to steal packages off porches. Mm. Oh. Shady. So we come up and drop off the DoorDash. I'll leave one, but I'll take one, too. <laughs> they all leave drop one, and grab. One. Yeah. So no, you shouldn't do that. That's bad news, but kind of crafty. <laughs> he's crafty. That's from Yahoo. And he's getting paid while he's out stealing. Like, he's, wow. going, he's doing his job. It's a win-win. Paid. Except for the loss <laughs> he had to take when he got busted right. and arrested. A cop is under investigation for having an OnlyFans account after a guy that she pulled over said he was a subscriber. Oh, the girl cop. Yeah, and he's like, I've seen your naked feet. <laughs> what? No. Oh, God. <laughs> That's crazy. So uh, when you become, sorry, I don't know the rules of becoming a police officer, but do you like, I vow not to have an OnlyFans account? Don't or? know. I doubt that's in don't there. Don't know if that's in the right. bottom of the So like, how is she supposed to know she can't do that? It probably is some sort of policy where you can't be doing dirty stuff online. Mm. Okay. As a- like, we have a policy that's pretty vague. Like, we won't do anything that basically tarnishes the brand of the company. It's pretty broad, though. It's pretty broad. I guess, yeah. too, if you're in, if you're doing stuff like that and you're a cop, is there anything potentially that, uh, you know, people you arrest could use as blackmail against you or something? Watch a lot of movies, huh? <laughs> I don't know. A man who was pulled over by a police officer says he recognized her quickly from OnlyFans. The Minneapolis Police Department is now investigating if the officer violated any conduct policies. The driver told Fox 9 that he said to the police officer, you can't arrest me no more. I've seen your private parts. Oh. oh okay. Well. Wait, but she can arrest him. Yeah, yeah, she <laughs> definitely could. It's not the same thing. I know. <laughs> it's not like a get-out-of-jail-free card you right. get to hand over. So he also said he couldn't respect her or the precinct hmm. because he's seen videos of her doing things that weren't respectful. How about we can't respectful. respect him for watching it? <laughs> We're not on his side, Amy. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Do you need a hug? Come here. No, I'm good. <laughs> That's from Yahoo. 
Popularity does not equal happiness. If your school-aged child is upset they are not popular, child development experts are stressing that being popular does not mean happiness. New research suggests that for adolescents, having a few close friends is better for long-term social status and their mental health because they're not trying to cater to a large group to be something for people just because they feel like they should be. It actually is that they've matured a little more or they just couldn't get popular and went the other direction. But either way, they say having a core group of friends, even if not popular, is a better indicator of success in teens later in life. That is for the Society for Research and Child Development. Were you popular in Mount Pine? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was was the most popular. It was amazing. I love going to school. Man, everybody was like celebrating me everywhere I went. They were like, that's the coolest kid around. But there weren't that many kids, right? Like, how many kids were in your senior class? 55. So you, I mean, everyone's popular. But 55. Also, this is sarcasm, or, right? No, oh, I was not popular at all. All right, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. What if, like, someone's joking. listening for the first time? And oh, like, I'm wow, sorry, everybody. No, popular. he wasn't popular, guys. I know. No, I would say the only thing that, and I got, like, my head flushed in the toilet. Like, I got bullied a little bit, locker stuff, stuff like that. But the only thing that kept me from being, I won't say hated, but really pounded was that I played sports and was okay. But sometimes I get bullied in the field house. Mm. But also, too, you were smart and you would do people's homework. For money. But like a dollar, though. <laughs> yes. That I, I, there were people that had it worse than me, the bullying. Yeah. Um, but early on, the bullying was bad. Like uh, fifth grade through 10th grade, it was real bad because I was just a dirty, poor kid, honestly. But then I, I started to get okay at sports and that took some of it off. So that was pretty good. Although the T-bone thing still was held against me. Yeah, I hated good that. Story. It makes me sad. Do you think about money when you first wake up? That's the question. Money? No. 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 Really? Thankfully, yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you... No, like, I, I'm just thinking about getting up and how, how am I going to make it through the day? Not money. <laughs> how are you going to make it through the day? <laughs> like, really, I wake up and I'm like, I'm not going to make it today. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Okay. That's... Every day. I, I'm oh. exhausted. As soon as I wake up, I'm exhausted. Because? Just the way my body is. I guess getting older, <laughs> I guess. But after I get out of the shower, I'm ready to go. Research found that you're not alone. If you think about money, most Americans think of money within the first five minutes of being awake. Wow. Even more shocking it was either right when they opened their eyes or while they were still laying in bed, whether it was going to work to make money, a way to make additional money, a conversation you had about money, missing money, money you need, a bill is due, money spent the night before. Money, money, money. There's probably different seasons of that depending on life circumstances and what you have going on. Amara Sleep Survey has that. For me, mine is time, all time. I wake up and go, okay, if I wake up now, what can I get done before I got to do this at this point? It's a constant stress. And maybe that relates to money because... Even like being sick, I don't want to miss work because I'm afraid eventually I lose my job. And then I go back to being how it was earlier. I think, so maybe that's money rooted. Mine's time, Mm. always time. A museum employee swaps paintings with fakes and then sells the originals at an auction. (laughs) That's crazy. That's wild. A German museum employee was arrested for swapping several paintings with copies and selling the originals to fund a lavish lifestyle. I wonder how many of these are happening right now, but nobody ever catches them. Right. And maybe not exact paintings, but sculptures or art or anything. But Diamonds. Replacing, yeah, yeah. Watches. That is wild. The 30-year-old guy avoided prison time, but was handed a 21-month suspended sentence in order to pay back $64,000 by the museum. My friend got a $30 like wedding ring, like a band and a diamond from on QVC or something. And she was wearing this weekend, and it looks so real but it's because when she goes out and does certain things or she's going to the lake or if she's swimming with her kids or whatnot she just always wears that she's like i'm not gonna wear my real 
diamond ring. But she's like, honestly, I end up wearing this $30 one way more. And you can't even tell. QVC told happens? This <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then that, was, that place is awesome or whatever that channel. I can't believe it still happens. On TikTok, I get a QVC type thing where they're selling wigs uh-huh. live. Do you guys ever get that? I've seen that. They're like, check this wig out. And why do I get, I guess it's a live. So they don't algorithm that as much as they do probably the videos that aren't live. Uh, DiCaprio's Titanic costume could fetch up to $230,000 at an auction. What is that? TMZ. Like, is it on a, like a piece of wood or water? Is what do you mean? I don't no, know. What's it's the like his jacket and white shirt and suspenders. His like wardrobe. When he's on the boat. Okay. Yeah. And then finally, Savannah Chrisley says her dad's teaching a financial class in prison. See, I don't want a financial class from somebody that got caught. Right. I want a financial class from somebody who stole successfully. Mm-hmm. He got caught and went to jail. But I mean, he is still knowledgeable. Yeah, maybe he's just the basics. Is he? You know, he just messed up. He just messed up. It's like the Wolf of Wall Street. That dude was super smart, except he was just doing something wrong. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to go to somebody who maybe got arrested for another crime, but also got away with something. But technically, didn't he only get caught because someone told on him? Right? But still, you got to cover your bases. Scorned lover. I've seen on TV shows you have to cover your bases. I don't know what that means. (laughs) You got to cover your bases. Sounds right. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's the news. Those were Bobby's big stories. All right, announcement. Announcement. I'm going to do one more show before the end of the year for charity. I'm doing on December 8th in Vero Beach, Florida. I will be headlining the Jake Owen Foundation, very first ever Flamingo Comedy Jam. The show is December 8th. Tickets go on sale this Thursday. So, playing at Riverside Theater in Vero Beach, there's even going to be a full performance. Eddie and myself, the Raging Idiots. Yeah! Nice. Let's go! And Emma Klein. So, we would love for you guys to get tickets. Tickets go on sale Thursday, October 12th at 10 Eastern. We'll put the link up at bobbybones.com or jakeowenfoundation.com. We are doing this for no money. So please come. (laughs) The tickets are going to cost money, but it all goes to helping. No money. So Jake Owen Foundation, that show is December 8th. Tickets on sale this Thursday. Thank you very much. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys... Again, maybe you're out and about. Camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads, and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. 
class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Morgan turned 30. What day? On Friday, last Friday. I hated 30, but I'm going to tell you this. I hated it, but it was the best decade. I hated the fact that I was turning that two to three because it's fun turning that one to two because it, my, my twos, I'm going to graduate college. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be 21, so I don't drink, so I just thought it would be cool to buy beer for other people. <laughs> so I thought that, but when I hit the three oh, I was like, oh no. And I was always younger in my profession than everybody else, so I was like, oh no, I'm getting pretty normal. But the 30s were awesome. So I really feared it. I hated that day. I hated like the first couple of months, but 30s were prime. 40s, I think, are better because I actually, no, I think 30s, I met Caitlin in my 30s. I was going to say got married, but I think meeting her was more important than marrying in general. Yeah, you but a, you're going to experience so much. Now you have a, your 40s. Yeah, but I'm, I might die. I might die tomorrow. Yeah, I know, but I might okay. die tomorrow. So I'm going with 30s Okay, as the best <laughs> decade ever. Uh, Morgan, you went You went to Disney World or Land? Land. I went out to California because I'd never been to California before. And the whole, you haven't been to the whole state? I've flown into LA, but I don't count that because I just left after that. Oh, so that's cool that like you went the over there. Time. So why Disneyland? Well, I wanted to see Disney because I wanted to like, really like because I was turning such a big age, I was like, I just want to be like a kid again. And I just want to go explore a park and not think about the fact that I am have to keep being an adult further. Were you like cosplaying 13? 
Yeah, mm. a little bit, you okay. know? That's weird. Like, I had my ears on. I was eating all the food. I was going on rides. So. But, yeah, who, who but also drinking, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I was drinking, too. Um, you can drink at Disneyland? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. So I was the in the Star too. Wars bars, really, where I started drinking at, like, mm. 8 a.m. <laughs> you can drink early at Disneyland? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't know that. And who, who went with you? So a bunch of my girlfriends, uh, a lot of my hometown girlfriends, and then uh, my sister and her fiance. He kind of wrangled us <laughs> the whole weekend. That's random, awesome. Random they, dude. they flew all the way out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had a really solid core group out there, which was fun. That's love. Yeah, congratulations on turning thirty. Yeah, they even put like koozies with my face on it, which was crazy. So <laughs> you flew out there, and then you came back when yesterday. Yeah, and it was brutal. Like, flying back from there was brutal. I got stuck in the airport. I was there from, like, 8 a.m. until I got back at, like, 9 p.m. last night. Where'd you get delayed? In L.A. Oh, man. Wow. So, flying back, apparently Morgan had a bad case of the hiccups. Like, how bad, though? Oh, like, bad. Like, it just kept happening. There wasn't even, like, little breaks. It was, like, pretty consistent. (laughs) Was it, like, from drinking? I was hungover, so I don't know if, like, and I had, like... I, I was really trying to cure my hangover at the airport by eating a breakfast burrito, and I just don't know if I ate so fast. Is that what does it? Science says eating a breakfast burrito greasy, cures the hangover? They say. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Like, sops it up? Is that what it's, maybe? That's what they say. Yeah. So what happens on the plane? So I'm, like, getting these, like, crazy hiccups, and I had just sat down in my seat. The hiccups started while we were boarding, and I sit down, and I'm, like, still hiccuping, right? And I'm sitting next to this girl who's in the aisle seat, and, like, Five minutes later, like, go past. People are still boarding. And she's like, hey, can you move back there? I have friends coming. And so I... I, I she did. asked you to move from your seat? Mm-hmm. You, but you were already sitting there. Yeah, I was already sitting and there. This is Southwest flight, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was Southwest. And I didn't really think much of it. And I was just like, okay, whatever. I'm, I'm too hungover to, to care. And so I just moved. And then, like, I watched as people keep boarding. Why didn't she get up and move? Oh, because she has friends. He's still... Apparently. I don't know. And I look. She never had friends come. Oh, I think she that. made me move because I had the hiccups and she was annoyed That's by me. That's crazy. I've never. Heard I would of never that. have the, the the gall to do that. Mm-hmm. Ask somebody. I would just move myself. They weren't even loud either. Like um, it was more like you just kind of felt my body like going up and down. <laughs> it was like kind of what the hiccups looked like. I don't know if she thought I was like having an issue. If she you're was sick. concerned, yeah. But you don't ask somebody to move. You move, right? Especially mm-hmm. on Southwest because you can move wherever you want. And if you're using the friends as an excuse, where are they? I'm going to start talking to whoever sits beside me and act like they're my friends for a minute. And she never spoke to anybody <laughs> next to her in the four-hour flight. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Was it worth it? It was totally worth it. I mean, I am dragging today, but it was worth it. Hey, Ray, what was your question for Morgan? Yeah, so uh, remember my buddy Sam in Houston, how I kind of hooked you guys up DM-wise and text message-wise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he was so appreciative, and he goes, hey, thanks for hooking me up with Morgan. And then it kind of sounds like, I don't know, is there an update? <laughs> we did text for a while. Ray did have a good connection. We you FaceTimed. Did text. You're not texting anymore? You FaceTimed? Yeah. Yeah, we were texting for a little bit. I think uh, <laughs> I think I got to a point, though, where I was like, what am I doing? I'm like basically a pin pal with this guy. Like, am I ever actually going to meet him? Or something? I, I don't know. And it just kind of fell off. Not intentionally. It just kind of like. So if he came to Nashville, though, would you go out with him? Yeah, for like sure. Flew in. But mm-hmm. who initiated the FaceTime? Uh, he did. He FaceTimed me. And it's, it was his face on camera, right? Yeah, his did face. Did he on ask, camera. like, hey, I'm going to FaceTime you? Or he mm-hmm. just did it? Yeah, we had, like, been messaging enough. And he was like, yeah, like, I'd love to come out to Nashville. I was like, I feel like we should at least, like, FaceTime before you okay, come okay. out here. Got it. Okay. And so, then, but no so, plans for him to come yet? No, not yet. It, like, we were texting there for a while, and then it kind of fizzled off, honestly, because I, I get really tired of doing, like, the pin pal thing. A lot of texting back and forth. This is a lot for me. 
Lunchbox had tried to hook Morgan up, but it was with a guy who has a girlfriend. <laughs> made no sense. And never really said anything about it. And he's not here today. We don't know. I don't know what's up with him. I guess he's still sick, right? Scuba? Allegedly, yeah. He's still sick. We have to say officially he's still sick. So yeah, hopefully he'll be in tomorrow. Are you dating anybody? No. No, just dude, me and myself. Have you been on more than one date with anybody who you could possibly go on another date with? No. I don't think I've gone on a date in the last few weeks. I deleted all the dating apps. <laughs> Wait, you've done that before. Yeah, yeah. You? It's that season yeah, it's again. It's on, off, on, off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like to go back and forth. Well, happy birthday, Morgan. Well, thank That's you. Cool. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. Lunchbox is still sick. We think it's the last day, but here's Eddie filling in for Lunchbox. A 56-year-old man calls 911 because he's fighting with his neighbor. He said, you need to come over here and settle this dispute. Cops show up. The cops start doing their little investigation, interviewing here, interviewing there. He says, no, 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 no. You need to ask him this question. Cops says, please, guys, sir, will you please step back? He said, you know what? He calls 911 on the cops. Hey, <laughs> no they, way. They are not conducting this investigation wow. the way they need to. Well, that was the first of it. Cops leave. They said, this is dumb. We're not going to do anything here. They leave for the next two days. The same man calls 911 for two days straight. Are you going to come back? We're still fighting. He's not drunk for three days, though. Maybe. He gets arrested for misuse of 911 for two days straight. Hilarious that he calls 911 on 911. <laughs> on the cops that yeah. are there. Not I hilarious. Mean, yeah. It's funny to hear the story. I don't want that to happen, but that's that's pretty wild. It's sort of like, hey, can I get can I get someone different? Can like, I get a better you, waiter? You, yeah, you sent me like a dud. I need a new one. All right. That's your bonehead story of the day. All right, Scuba Steve is walking towards the studio. It's time for Scuba Steve Suggests. The Powerball, $1.5 billion tonight. Is this the biggest ever? $1.5 billion? Uh, I believe it's somewhere in the top two that's ever happened. Third. Third. Okay, okay well, you, you believe go. wrong. Yeah. I believe wrong, but it's okay. in the top. $1.5 billion. We did, so I'm taking it we didn't win. <laughs> we didn't know. We won $12, <laughs> though, which I can reinvest. Mm. Well, I would say we probably... Didn't win twelve dollars. No, we lost probably like around eighty something dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we didn't. We didn't win. No. Right. So, do we just keep wasting our money? It yeah, sounds like it. Guys. Sounds like it. Okay. I mean, so, okay, it's a yeah. gold. It's a golden ticket. And now what <laughs> I've done time. is I've, I've taken our money because I've always done the multiplier and double play, which is like lessen our numbers in the pot. I've now taken it and put it all towards the numbers. So now when you buy twenty dollars, you get ten numbers versus five numbers. Okay, I hear you, but do we win less if we do win? No, you still win the same amount. Then because, why would we be multiplying then? Well, because in the past, the numbers are the, the winning amount has been under a billion dollars. And so my thinking is, hey, if we get five numbers right, we could still win one million times whatever the amount is. Or there's a double multiplier. Okay, so you're playing the multipliers if we win like 5,000 or 10,000. Yes. But now that we're at the big amount, we're just putting all our money and all our chips into the big amount. It mm. seems like I would do the opposite if I were being a bit conservative with something that is not a conservative play. Like, it feels like I would still do the multiplier because I would be hoping the odds of winning $10,000 more than the $1.55 billion. Oh, so sh I guess so should we do like a group no, thing I, here and figure that out? You, you're the leader. Okay. It's Scuba's lucky balls, so. <laughs> yeah, I really have no opinion. Okay, up. how much? It's 20 bucks to buy in. 20 bucks again. It's such a waste <laughs> of money. But it's just $20. It's not just But it's just $20, but it's just $20, $20 like, like for the 74th yeah. time. Yeah. Like the, yes. But I'm going to do it. I'm in. But it's so dumb. I'm in. Okay, let's do it. Who else is in? We need I, more numbers. I, I can't be left out. I have to be That's in. the point. Like, I can't. I got left out for too much in my early life. I can't be left out for anything now. <laughs> That's what it is. Yes. Amy? I, what, are we, I'm in for 20. Okay. Or do we, should we do more? You can. Fund the, fund the whole thing for us. No. That'd be nice. Yeah. Morgan, no. we good? Yeah, I'm okay. in. Yeah. Okay, we'll cool. send you the money. Right. What I like about Scuba is if I don't send him that money, he texts me, hey, 
Got your money? Like he's, like he's a bookie. Like he's going <laughs> to bust my kneecaps if I don't send it to him. Yeah. All right, Scuba, we're in. We'll try to win that money. It's tonight. Tonight, yes. $1.5 uh, Are you going to text Lunchbox? Yes, I will. Oh, 100%. oh, how funny if he didn't get in and we won. Because that's what he's, he hasn't been working over a week. Yeah. I mean, he is kind of greedy. Like, uh, uh, by adding him, are we kind of like lessening our chances? Well, no, because we're upping the tickets. Okay. And our, but it's, I'm talking about like mojo. Like chromatically, yes. yeah. I'm talking yes. about. Like, oh, you he's mean bad like karma all day. Vibes. Karma. Uh, yeah, but isn't it bad karma to leave him out? To leave him out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're back to you. Right. Right. <laughs> so we're still not gonna win. We're good. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Enjoy. We think Lunchbox will be back tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bone. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at canva.com. Design for work. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them every day can make all the difference in the world. That's why everybody should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.